In the name of one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. We are in the third Sunday of Lent, this season that we get every year that allows us a chance to reflect. Reflect about the way we live our lives, the way that God calls us, and the relationship that we have with God and with one another. And Lent is one of those seasons that we hear one word all the time, repent. And repent is one of those good churchy words, those words that at least for me makes me feel just a little guilty, just enough to maybe come to church a little more often. And I see a few of you out there that might have felt that tug this morning, which is good, it's good. Repent literally means to turn. Lent is an opportunity for us to turn, to return toward God, to return toward the kind of person we really want to be. Because you see all of us at some point kind of drift away. We get tugged and pulled and we get busy and we drift. And Lent is one of those moments where we get the chance to think and to reflect and to potentially return toward God. Now that return, that turning, is something we hear in both of the scripture lessons that we just heard read. The first from the Old Testament about Moses and the second from the New Testament about the fig tree. So let's start with Moses. Moses looms large. Moses is that big guy. We know that story. Moses is born and is threatened and so is sent in a basket down the river and he is saved. He is saved for a purpose. He's created with something specific to do. And yet Moses grows up and doesn't really know that purpose and ultimately makes a mistake that gets him cast out of Egypt, really to die, but he's saved again. He's saved a second time and that second time allows him to make a change in his life, allows him to begin to listen for God in new ways. And today we hear that story where Moses sees the burning bush and hears God's voice. And you might think, at least I would hope, that if I saw a burning bush and heard some disembodied voice saying, this is God, whatever the bush said to do, I would do. (laughs) And yet Moses, no, no, no. Moses, having been saved from death twice, says to God, no, That's not me. I'm the wrong person that you're looking for. I'm not good enough. I'm not articulate enough. I don't have the skills you need. And God says simply, I'm going to be with you. Don't worry. Because you're meant for something special. And you don't have to do it by yourself. I'll be with you every step of the way. Moses makes excuses, even after all of the things he had been through. And yet God will not let him go. Jump ahead to the New Testament story that we heard about the fig tree. This fig tree planted in a vineyard has spent years bearing no fruit. And finally, the owner of the vineyard comes and says, just cut this tree down. The presumption being that the vineyard is bearing lots of good fruit and this tree is something of an exception not doing what it's supposed to do, even though the gardener has loved it and cared for it and tended it well. It has spent years doing nothing. And yet the gardener loves that tree. And the gardener says to the owner, just one more year, just one more year, 
to give it a chance to do what it was made to do. This fig tree is supposed to bear fruit, and so it probably will if we give the fig tree one more chance. And perhaps that's really the story of Lent itself, another chance. We all have another chance to be the person that God wants us to be. When we hear stories like Moses and the fig tree, I have to think that we can all think of somebody in our lives, maybe a few somebodies, who just seems to always miss the opportunity. They're not prepared to seize the moment. They don't really work as hard as they could in order to find those opportunities and seize those opportunities. It's very easy for us to think of the other people in our lives who miss. But if we're honest, I think all of us in some way miss our opportunities. All of us in small and sometimes big ways miss the opportunity that we get to be the people God made us to be. See, we have been created for something good. We have all, every single one of us, been created to use our gifts in very good ways in this world that God loves. But how many of us are real good at making excuses? We all have good excuses. We don't have enough time. Perhaps we don't have enough money to go and do that thing or to give generously. Perhaps we are insecure about our skills and our abilities because we really don't want to fail. Excuses and excuses can plague us, can hold us back, can keep us from being able to seize the opportunities that God gives us every day. Last week was spring break for many, and I spent spring break in the Holy Land with some families from St. Michael where we were able to walk in the footsteps of Jesus. And if you've never done this, it is an amazing experience to stand in a place where Jesus stood, to actually say Jesus did so-and-so right here on the ground you're standing on, on the rock that you're standing on, because For many of us, the story of Jesus is a good one. We like it. Jesus is a nice guy, but it can almost feel a little bit like a fairy tale. It's a good one, but perhaps it hasn't sunk in in a real way. Standing in a particular place where Jesus taught his disciples makes the reality of this story sink in. And I hope for all of us, we have a good sense that this story is real. That Jesus came to do something profound and true and real for each one of us. And it's not something far away. And it's not something magical. It is something tangible that changes our life because it changes our choices. Jesus came to offer us an opportunity to be the people we want to be, to be the people God made us to be. Walking in the footsteps of Jesus, seeing and hearing the story of his death and his resurrection is what all of us get to do here at this church. 
we are reminded that no matter how deep a hole we dig, God reaches down into those holes and pulls us out, giving us another chance, followed by another chance, because none of us are perfect, yet all of us have the opportunity to be the good that God knows we can be. We get another chance every day, every month, every year. And in this sacred season of Lent, I hope that we see the chance that God is giving each one of us. And it's different for all of us. Each of us sitting in the pews today knows how God is working in our lives. We may not be confident to make the choice on our own, but that's why we have one another. Every one of us gets another chance today. And if we fall short, every one of us will get another chance tomorrow and the next day and the day after that. Because God loves us with an amazing love. And God will not let any of us go. So today, as we consider the chance we have, will we make excuses? Or will we rise? Each one of us has a choice to make. And I hope that each one of us understands that we have a choice to support the others in this room and the others outside these walls to make the same kind of sacred choice for God, for love, for a hope that is bigger than anything we can understand or imagine. Because our world needs us. Our world needs our love. Our world needs our choice for the good. Amen.